is an audio platform created to educate, inform, and empower women to take charge of their physical and mental health. Join Shalana Battle and her occasional guests as they discuss many issues and health topics that concern women. While many health tips and advice will be discussed on this platform by licensed professionals, it should not take the place of seeking help from your own physician or therapist. If you feel that you need professional advice or medical assistance, do not hesitate to contact your provider. Now, let's get to the show. Now a word from our sponsors. Let's face it, your time is precious and also very limited. So you don't have time to sit in your doctor's waiting room for hours. Not to mention that situation you have needs to be addressed now and not later. Perfect Harmony Women's Health Telemedicine is just the service you need. Perfect Harmony provides women's health care without judgment. You can receive convenient, fast, excellent, and affordable care. So if you need STI testing, contraception counseling, or if you need help with those annoying vaginal infections or those pesky UTIs, Perfect Harmony has your back. Whatever you need is just a virtual visit away. Go to perfectharmonytelehealth.com and book your first appointment today and tell them Shalana sent you. Hello there. Happy 2024. Can you believe that we are already in 2024? I feel like it was just yesterday we were just entering in 2020 and there was COVID and we were all shut down. And now we are four years later. Time is flying, but I am so grateful to be able to be here in 2024. I'm so grateful that God has graced us with another year, another opportunity. And I just pray that you all are adhering to your goals and intentions for the new year Welcome to the Eavesdrop Podcast. I am Dr. Shalana Battle, and today's episode is going to be a solo. Yes, it's just going to be me with no guests this week. I normally do have guests, but I also take time to just sit down and be one-on-one with my listeners and with the Eavesdrop community. And I just think it's been a while since I did that, since it's just been you and I. And I want to share something that has been placed on my heart And today we will be talking about creating a healthy home environment. I thought this would be a perfect episode to start the year for two reasons. One, because as women, most of us are in charge of the upkeep of the home. And most of us are the ones who will coordinate the decor of our home or the aesthetics of our home. And secondly, One of my goals for the new year, amongst many, yes, there were many, (laughs) but one of my goals for the new year was to remodel my home. Right now, I am in the process of preparing to purchase my first home. But in the meantime, I live in a fairly nice size apartment and I want to do more with the space that I have. Initially, this desire to change the decor of my living space was not for any physical or psychological benefit because surprisingly, I never really put the two together. Let me rephrase that. I know that a nice living space does have psychological benefits, but I wasn't going for the psychological benefit. I was going more so for the aesthetics because if I invited people over for 
dinner or game night or what have you, I had a nice looking apartment or when I'm coming home from work, I'm just coming into a nice living area, but it was never for the psychological benefit per se. Yeah. So I never really put the two together. It was more for the aesthetics. And the other day while taking a walk, I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts and this podcast is called the Be Well Sis Podcast by Dr. Cassandra Dunbar. And the episode that I chose to listen to was titled Transforming Your Space into a Sanctuary for Your Well-Being. Of course, the title was catchy to me because, you know, I'm looking for suggestions and ideas on how to make my living space more aesthetic and attractive. So I've been looking at magazines I've been watching Home Improvement Network, you name it. I've been trying to do it to gain ideas because I am no interior designer. That's not my profession. I'm a nurse practitioner. I'm not an interior designer. So I've been looking everywhere for ideas. And I came across this podcast episode and thought that listening to it may give me some more insight on what to do for my home. But as I listened closely to the episode, it was so enlightening and gave a lot of insight on how our living environment can affect our physical and our mental health. And I encourage everyone to go and listen to it. And I'll post the episode in the show notes for easy access. But I enjoyed the episode so much that I was inspired to discuss the topic on the eavesdrop. So here we are. (laughs) Today we will review how our living environment can influence our physical and mental health, and we will discuss ways in which we can make simple changes to our home environment that will positively impact our health and our well-being. So let's dive into this conversation. Now, I'm going to put out a disclaimer. I am no interior decorator or designer, nor am I a psychologist, but I love a nice painting and beautifully decorated living room. And as a healthcare provider, I understand how the human mind and the human body are interconnected and how it can be affected by many things, including the environment that you live in. And from experience, I understand that being in a space that is cluttered, that is chaotic, can increase anxiety. Yes, it can. (laughs) Because I know that when my room is cluttered and when I have books and papers everywhere, I become anxious about finding the time to clean it up. I'm frustrated because I can never find anything when I need it. And I am appalled with myself because when my room is at its worst, it can be a sore sight for anyone. Listen, y'all, full transparency. It's gotten so bad before that my mom has volunteered to clean it, okay? (laughs) It's not like that now. But in the past, it has gotten that way. And... If I am being honest with myself, sometimes when my room is in a disarray, it is a mirror image of what is going on internally with my everyday life because sometimes I'm juggling way too much. I'm juggling multiple jobs, I'm hosting a podcast, and I'm making time for more extracurricular activities, and all of this can become very consuming. And then before you know it, your living space becomes a splitting image of the outside environment or all the chaos 
that you're internalizing because you're so busy and doing so much, your home environment can start to reflect that. Can anyone listening relate to this? Have you ever been so busy that you neglect your living environment? And if you can relate, doesn't coming home from a busy day to a cluttered environment create more anxiety? But once you actually buckle down and you clean up, you reorganize all of your stuff and you get rid of the clutter, you suddenly feel better. You suddenly feel like the weight of the world has been released from your shoulders. This is because a peaceful and visually appealing home setting can create a greater sense of well-being. It really can. And studies have shown that even the color of your walls and the colors that you choose for your furnishing can affect your mood. It can affect even how you behave and it can affect your cognitive function. While doing research and preparation for this episode, I read a study that researched the psychological effects of colors on individuals. The study was conducted at a student union at a college campus. And for those of you who may not know what a student union is, a student union is kind of like a gathering area on a college campus for students to hang out, socialize, eat, or maybe study. It's like an area where you go to escape from everything else. And the union in this study was painted in a variety of colors to gauge the moods and sensations the colors evoked from each student. So they changed the colors, they remodeled the student union, and then they did surveys on the students to get their reaction and their sensation and moods from the change of the decor in the union. Shades of green gave students a sense of peace. Most of the students enjoyed the blue colors the most, and colors such as brown and orange and gray were their least favorite colors. They also included paintings in the cafeteria, which were a variety of colors that featured warm colors, such as yellows and reds. And most of the students found that these colors invoked the feeling of an inviting space that made their meals more enjoyable. Now, the results of this study do not make these colors universal and applicable to everyone. It just shows that color can impact mood and should also be incorporated into your living spaces. When it comes to what colors to use in your home, I think you should use what resonates with you. What are your favorite colors? What uplifts your mood? What attracts you the most? Once you figure those things out, then you incorporate that into your living space. And I put together some more tips for transforming a bland environment into one that is uplifting and supportive of your wellness goals. First and foremost, and we mentioned this already, clean and clear up your clutter. A cluttered room reflects a cluttered mind, okay? <laughs> Again, I will say it for those of you in the back. A cluttered room reflects a cluttered mind. A discordant home environment can increase your stress levels. 
There are some studies that have demonstrated that women who live in cluttered homes produce higher levels of the stress hormone cortisol. And as I mentioned earlier, you don't need a study to know that the time it takes every day to find your missing set of keys, tripping over items on the floor on the way out of the door, or shuffling around looking for things leads to frustration and anger, especially when you are running late somewhere. I think the keys are the easiest to lose on the way out of the door, especially if there's a lot of clutter. Organizing your home can make you feel empowered, and it saves a lot of time when you're organized as well, too. Some ways you can organize your home and maintain the aesthetics of the home is to use decorative trays and containers. You can use coffee tables that have a lower shelf. There are even some dining tables that have a shelf attached to it. I own a coffee table that has a shelf, and the table is really nice, and it blends well with my furniture, and it has a small concealed drawer at the end where I can store magazines that I'm still reading and other things that can get tossed around the living room. I can store them in that drawer. Um, you can use shelves that match your decor, and there are some nice shelves on Amazon. Um, there were some that I saw on Target the other day that have um, drawers that you can buy separately that are decorative. So they may have floral colors, they may have blue, um, whatever color you're attracted to, they may have it and you can actually put those drawers into the shelf and you can use it for storage. And lastly, get rid of things that you no longer need or use. I am preaching to the choir, as my grandmother used to say, that means that you're preaching to yourself as you're preaching to others. Get rid of things that you no longer need or use. Rule of thumb, if it's been sitting around for a couple months, chances are you may not need it anymore. So just do some spring cleaning, go through your things. If you feel that you don't need it, give away to charity or to goodwill or to anyone who might be in need and create more space for the things that you do need. The second tip is create a safe space in your home just for you to take care of your mental health. Setting up a quiet corner or space in your home where you can practice mindfulness will decrease your stress levels and improve how you feel in your home environment. And these spaces could be a corner in your room, a corner in your living room, a sunroom, a guest room that you may not be using. Um, anywhere where there's a little bit of space where you can fit in that corner to unwind. And you can try decorating this area with, e with either a beanie bag, a sofa, pillows, chairs, or paintings that have colors that you enjoy and that have enough lighting that will suffice for you. Use anything you need to make the room feel like it's your own. This would be your designated room or designated area to unwind. And having this space will make you look forward to being home after a long day and will help set the tone of tranquility in your home. I plan to do this because another one of my resolutions this year was to meditate more and find time to pray more and read more. So I need to really create a nice space somewhere in my apartment 
where I'm able to do this. The third tip is to use light and shade. Some people are naturally high strung while others are more lethargic. So practicing mindfulness and understanding your temperament may help you decide how much light to allow in your home. Bright lights and open windows, letting fresh air in may improve energy levels. If you are someone who needs more energy, using lamps and lightings that brighten up your room may help improve your energy levels. On the contrary, using more dim lights and decorative lampshades may help you rest if you are high strung and you need to mellow down. Remember, there are times when it is appropriate to boost your energy and there are other times when it is time to relax. So you can use your surroundings to help you adapt to your energy levels as you need. The fourth tip is to use accent furniture, throw pillows, wall paint, or pictures to liven up your living space. Adding vibrant colors to your living space by using things like accent furniture, throw pillows, all this can add more energy and color to a dull space and will result in a better mood and satisfaction with your living environment. Another accent idea is adding a plant to your living space. Indoor plants have several mental and physical health benefits. There are some research studies that have linked house plants to reduce stress, lower blood pressure, and an improved state of mind and well-being. And not to mention, they can liven up any room. And in, when it livens up your room, it can liven up your mood as well. And you want to use pictures of family members in different spaces in your home, especially if seeing them brings you joy. Common places you may want to have pictures of family would include your living room or family rooms or any area where you commonly congregate with other people. Now, this can be individualized as well, too. There are some people who have pictures in their bedrooms. I typically have pictures of myself, my mother, and my aunt who has passed away because I just kind of like the comfort of having their pictures in my room. There are some individuals who don't want pictures in their room because they feel that their room is their sanctuary space just for them. And then I know individuals who don't have pictures of their family in their house at all. So it just depends on how you feel. And as we mentioned earlier, there are many studies that suggest that certain colors have calming effects. So think about adding maybe like an accent wall using a color that relaxes you. So colors that tend to have a relaxing effect include blue tones, yellow, and green colors. Lastly, Number five, the last tip, you want to use relaxing fragrances to help you unwind. There is nothing like walking into a home that smells nice. You may use incense, candles, plugins, potpourri, and so much more. Scents that lead to relaxation include lavender, eucalyptus, sandalwood, sage, and bergamot, and scents like lemon citrus and peppermint can help you boost your energy. So if you need an uplift, these would be good to use in your home. A takeaway from this episode should be that you know what makes you happy and your living environment should reflect that. 
We spend a great deal of time away from our home and we deal with so many stressors. When we come home, our living space should be welcoming and inviting. I understand that buying new furniture, painting your walls, or buying new throw pillows may not always be possible, but you can use what you already have to create the space that you want. This can be as easy as rearranging furniture to create more space, dusting your pictures that you already have or your paintings that you already have to bring out their colors, opening blinds and windows and allowing more lighting. Use what you have to the best of your ability to make you feel welcomed in your home. Whatever it is you feel would make your living environment more welcoming to you, do it. I wish you much wellness and peace in your home in 2024. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for listening to the Eavesdrop Podcast. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. And as always, I pray that you learned something new. Be sure to tune in weekly for new episodes. Also, if you are enjoying the podcast, please consider rating the show. Rating the show will make it more visible to women who may need to hear this information. Also, share the podcast with your friends and family. Keep in touch with the podcast by following us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You may reach out to me at drshalonavattle at gmail.com for any questions, concerns, or if you want to suggest a show topic. Well, until the next episode, be well, be whole, and be blessed. Bye.